what makes a great question? Well, it depends on what you're trying to figure out. Are you interviewing someone for a job? Are you asking someone on a date? Or are you trying to learn something? Whatever it is, you probably have an answer or a solution or a direction in mind when you ask a question. And that's fine, but it's not always the path to the best outcome. Zoe Chance is the author of Influence Is Your Superpower and a professor at the Yale School of Management. And one of the most popular influencing strategies Zoe teaches to her students is called the magic question. So what is the magic question and how can it become your superpower for being a better influencer? My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Zoe Chance about the magic question. Can I, Amantha, can I just share a story that will take a couple of minutes? Of course, yes. The magic question sinks in a little better with a story. And from an influence perspective, we can remember things better when we have something concrete to visualize. So this will help listeners remember the magic question. And this is a story that an American feminist named Gloria Steinem told when she came to my hometown of New Haven, Connecticut a little while ago. She was, and she told it for a different reason, but it illustrates very well. She was working on the problem of sex trafficking. She was speaking, she was writing, she was traveling the world, and she had gone to a sex trafficking conference in Zambia. After the conference, she goes to visit some women in a village that's in the middle of nowhere near a big game preserve. And three of the young women from that village had been lost to sex trafficking the previous year. And Gloria Steinem is sitting down with this group of women on a tarp in the middle of a barren field. And she asks them the magic question. She says, what would it take? Or what would it have taken? For those three young women not to have left the village in that way. And they told her an electric fence. An electric fence? They said, when the corn reaches a certain height, the elephants come and they eat it and they trample it. And we have nothing to eat. We have nothing to sell at the market. We don't have any money to send our kids to school. So these young women and their families were desperate. Gloria Steinem says, listen, if I send you the money, will you clear the field and build the fence? These women say yes. So Gloria Steinem goes back home. She raises a few thousand dollars. She sends the money to these women in the village. And the way she tells it, she comes back a few years later and they have a bumper crop of corn. And since they put up the fence, no young women have been lost to sex trafficking from that village. It also happens that the women in that village had ended up collaborating with the women in the village next door, and they have now created, and as far as I know, it's still going on, there's a chicken collective and a tailoring operation, and their group is called Waka Simba. It means strong women. So the magic question is just, what would it take? And it's magic for multiple reasons. First of all, it's respectful. And so that means it's comfortable on the other side. 
and comfortable for you too. You are acknowledging that you're not the expert here. They're the expert on their situation and their obstacles. It Second is magic because it often gives you a roadmap to success that's actually so much easier than you would have expected or maybe than you would have even been willing to do. And third, it's magic because if that person or those people in this case have told you what it will take, then they have implicitly committed to supporting that outcome. And the way that I interpret this story It's not that the electric fence magically prevented sex trafficking, but the women who had said this is what it would take would make sure that none of their friends, neighbors, daughters, neighbors' daughters are going to be sex trafficked now they have the fence. So the magic question, you can work with almost any situation and any person, even if you've used it before, even if you've taught them the magic question and they'll laugh at you, (laughs) like, you know, I'll use it with my daughter or she'll use it with me. And I'll be like, oh, Ripley, the magic question again. And she's like, I know. But then they give you an answer. (laughs) I hope you're feeling a bit inspired to use the magic question in your life this week. I know that since interviewing Zoe many months ago now, I've used it quite a bit in my own life. And I must say, I find it particularly useful with my eight-year-old daughter when she really doesn't want to do something with the magic question, what would it take? We can often find a way through. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimber, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.